Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be going through um, all the stuff that's going to be coming to Disney Plus in September. We're also going to be going through some of the new um, British stuff that's been announced this week. And also going through all of the Disney Plus day, because we've got a full lineup of what's coming that day. So, um, yeah, we're going to jump into it. But before we do so, make sure you do subscribe to um, hear us here on the YouTube channel. You can also subscribe on the audio platform. Check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. And also make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, especially with D23 coming up, because Twitter will probably be the way I'll be getting out um, little snips and bits and pieces while we're at the D23 Expo. Right. Okay. So let's talk about, first off, what's coming to Disney Plus in the U.S., and we'll also be doing a little bit with Canada and the UK as well, because we've got the list as well for them. Um, and while we're doing so, we're going to uh, jump into the D20, the Disney Plus Day stuff. Right. Okay. So here we go. So as per usual, right through the whole of September, there's going to be a new episode of She-Hulk every single Thursday. So we'll get that one out of the way. Um, we're going to talk about She-Hulk episode two a little bit later on. Uh, at the end of the show. Um, also on Friday, the uh, 2nd of September, well, there's 10 ESPN, there's about 10, 12 ESPN documentaries coming. I'm not going to list them all off, um, though there is one from Rick Flair. It's, they're slowly <laughs> filling up. They put like eight or nine on yesterday without announcing them in advance. So if you like ESPN documentaries, you're, you're doing good on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I mean, at least internationally it makes sense, but in the US, like, you have ESPN+, Plus. do you either do it or don't? Stop this kind of messing about that. Uh, licensing, yeah. rules, yeah. contracts, that's all I can yes. think of. Yes. Um, okay, so on Wednesday, the 7th of September, you're going to be getting a new series, Edge of the Unknown, with Jimmy Chin. This one will be debuting on Disney+, Plus, and then we also on National Geographic. Um, looks, yeah, I'm, I, I'm interested to see. I like those kind of adventure ones. We also got um, Europe from Above Seasons 3 and 4, Prime Survivor, Mighty Mekon, Season 1, some Puppy Dog Powers, and also um, the penultimate episode of High School Musical, the music of the series, which I do, I've got to remember to talk about that a little bit later on, because I've been enjoying that show. The third season has been pretty fun. Right. Let's jump into the big one. Disney Plus Day. Thursday, the 8th of September. Um, there is a lot of content coming. So obviously, in addition to um, She-Hulk, we are going to be getting Frozen and Frozen 2 sing-along. I mean, we're going to get the big ones out of the way first. Um, some new episodes of Mickey Mouse Funhouse will be dropping in the US. The other big one, Four Love and Thunder, will be dropping as we predicted Um that's going to be a big movie released for that day. There's also going to be an assembled episode for this one. I mean, we, we, we've been saying for weeks that we thought this is what they were going to do, weren't we? Uh, yeah, it, it yeah. lines up nicely in terms of timing. I know they announced the Blu-rays and the 4Ks as well at yeah. the same time. It, it, it just makes sense. It's And it gets people hyped going into d23 I, th I think it's about 60 days i think it was around there that will work out which i actually think is probably the better i think some i i think also it's good sometimes when disney will get to 45 days and then start promoting it rather than they, they don't want to promote it while it's still in the cinema so but um i think that's good we're also getting cars on the road a brand new collection of nine shorts um so um they should be a lot of fun um, just ahead of the debut of the new Dancing with the Stars show, there's going to be like a the pros' most memorable dances as they look at, back at 20 memorable dances from the 30 seasons of Dancing with the Stars. That is just US and Canada for that one um, because you guys are getting uh, the live version from the 19th of September. Every Monday, you're going to get a new live episode. Not international, unfortunately, and it doesn't look like it'll be coming anyway. Well, I know I know you're looking forward to that one. Oh, uh, desperately. 
Um, for international, it's coming in on a different service, isn't it? Well, we have Strictly Come Dancing here in the UK. So we got a new, mm -hmm. we have our own version and most countries have their own version. So they don't really want to cross right. over with, um, ironically, the thing, I'll be honest, this, I actually would watch this because I don't really, I, I would could quite nicely have a recap on what's actually happened in the US and how it works and stuff. Because we have, I mean, we used to have Len and Bruno as our judges over here. So I'm used to, used to the format because that's what it's based on. I don't even know who that is. No. So, but, uh, right. But, <laughs> I know that uh, the importance of that, though, even if you're not interested in the show itself, is that a whole lot of people are going to want to learn how to set up Disney Plus so they can uh, watch this show that's been been very popular here in the states for a very long time now. Yeah, so that one's that one's looking good. We're also getting um, the entire first season of Epic Adventures with Bertie and Gregory, five episodes. Um, where he kind of goes off looking after, a, just trying to film some amazing footage and stuff. Um, so that one's going to be a good fun one. There's also going to be getting Growing Up, which is a documentary about each each episode is about an individual with their life stories and stuff. Um, we're also getting Obi-Wan Kenobi, A Jedi's Return, which a lot of people thought was going to be the second season, but no, that is just a making of documentary. <laughs> the po I got to be honest, the poster and stuff did really do like, that's not not Sally that it's a making of documentary. No, that it's Obi Wan Kenobi, a Jedi's Return, a making of documentary. Yeah, yes, it's yeah. it's tiny, yeah. uh, and it's it's interesting they ditched the the gallery name for it, uh, which would have helped as well. I feel like with Disney Gallery, they should have used that for everything rather than as that and made that into a series. But obviously, it's a lot better for Disney to put everything out there as individual titles to make it look like they've got a lot more. Like I am Groot. Um, did, did you notice with your Disney Plus app this week of how green everything was between all the I am Groot's to She Hulk and Buzz Lightyear? It, and it just dominated. You go into Disney Plus. It was just like, and then I was like, you had, and like, it's a very green Disney Plus right now. Almost like it's Earth Day, except not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there is a predominantly green theme. I, I don't think they planned that, but no, it worked no. out that way. Yes. Um, we're also getting Pinocchio, a brand new live action film. Um, that released a trailer as well this week. It looked really good. I kind of was a bit like, they should have put this in cinemas. This could have made a little bit, a couple hundred million dollars, I think. Um, it, it looks pretty fun. I'm excited to watch this one. Well, I mean, you don't get Tom Hanks and then just kind of slap something together. At least I would hope not. He's yeah, he's an excellent actor. But yeah, it, it would be interesting if COVID had never happened, if this might have had a theatrical run instead of going straight to Disney+. Plus. But it it's uh, our benefit for sure. This mm. this does look better than I was expecting. Uh, and it does On look like they're... Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, it kind of, in some ways, it was a bit like, they're releasing so much content on the day. It's like, this is getting a little bit overshadowed because of all this other stuff. It was like, this is this is top tier stuff here. Yeah, the, the, the trailer looks very good for it. And obviously Thor Love and Thunder is going to, to catch a lot of people's eyes when that drops. And well, I'm hoping at the very least that, you know, it'll be a shame if people don't watch it. I, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to this more than I was. I was, yeah. I was kind of originally like, eh, it's another remake. It's going directly to Disney Plus. Lady and the Tramp wasn't that great of a remake. Yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm marginally optimistic now about it. And yeah, of course, Tom, as I was saying, Tom Hanks, you know, he, he doesn't attach his name to just anything. 
No, no, that one's looking good. We're also getting Remembering. Now, this one looks like it's only going to be in the US. It's made by, it got um, Brie Larson, I think, is involved in this one. And But you need an, an augmented reality TV app. And so, therefore, that's only why it's in the US, by the looks of it. Probably because Disney doesn't want to spend money on putting that out onto all the different app stores and the different rules and stuff. Um, it's just a shame. It's a little bit like, well, what, again, a nice little gimmick, a little tryout stuff. But um, it's a bit of a shame. It's, it's pretty restrictive. It is. Uh, it'd be nice if if they could get a bigger audience for it. Uh, but this is the kind of thing that uh, Disney Plus will hopefully be good for because you don't want to try this in a theater. It's too expensive mm. to you know ask people to do that in the theater, but at home with an app when your phone's probably right nearby anyway. It, mm. It's a good thing. So I haven't seen it. I have no idea how well this is going to work, but I'll probably yeah. give it a try. Uh, maybe. Maybe not on Disney Plus Day, considering that would be a pain yeah. to try to set up in a hotel room. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> when I get back, maybe. Yes. Um, also, we're going to be getting a new um, Simpsons short called Welcome to the Club, where basically Lisa becomes a Disney villain. So that should be interesting. It should be a short little thing. I can't expect, imagine that's very long. Um, we're also getting Terra Incognita, which is a new um, Latin American Disney Plus series. So that one's getting a global release. Also, internationally, um, we're getting Wedding Season, a brand new eight-part uh, drama series that features UK and in America. Um, reviews coming up next week. There will be an interview coming up on the YouTube channel on uh, this coming Sunday um, with Gavin, who is the main star of the series. Um, yeah, so I can't say anything more, but um, this one, this do not sleep on Wedding Season. It will be on Hulu in the United States. Um, also in the UK, we're getting Mike. Um, we're getting the new um, Mike Tyson series. For some reason, they held it back in the UK. I know we've the first couple episodes have gone up on Hulu in the US and in Canada and Australia on Disney Plus, but they're holding it back for us. Um, so yeah, so it's a nice um, collection of stuff. Um, yeah, it's but yeah, honestly, don't sleep on wedding season. That's my that's my um, hint on this one. Um, but yeah, it's it's a. I think that's a really good lineup for Disney Plus. So it feels a bit stronger than last year. It does. I mean, even if you took Thor out of this lineup, which is the obvious headliner, there's a lot to talk about on, mm. on this. Whereas in previous you know, last year, it was like, here's your one big thing and here's a whole bunch of stuff we're just going to kind of throw on here to hope yeah. people notice. And that was about it. But, yeah, this time there's a lot. And it's, it's kind of interesting because a lot of the target audience are going to be at D23 or monitoring D23 stuff. I wonder how much yeah. it's going to slide under the radar right and i'm, I'm gonna say this again with disney plus day um joe do not expect lots of announcements to be made during the day um i'm gonna go into some other bits and pieces with else that's happening on disney plus day in a second um but there is no mention anywhere in any of the press release about news just, they say surprises for members or, or for subscribers and stuff like that but it does not state that um anywhere that there was they said like you know there'll be special premieres early access to parks and, and products announced for disney plus subscribers no mention of announcements because there are going to be major presentations happening right through um the d23 expo um which we will get on to in a little bit but i just want to reiterate there might be there might be some they could i, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some like little announcements go out throughout the day on social media but there is no big presentation there's no big trailers dropping um this is all about um it's more about getting new subscribers in it's like a celebration of disney plus 
rather than uh, we're having a big news event because we've, we're going to be doing all the news over the next few days afterwards. I just wanted to reiterate this because I still keep seeing so many people going, they go, it's like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to announce a new Star Wars series there. They're going to do it two days later when there's a Lucasfilm panel at the D23 Expo. Yeah. No, the major items are going to be at Hall D23 on Friday and Saturday uh, with a couple trickling into the smaller halls on Sunday. There might be announcements on Thursday, yeah. but they're going to be things like, um, you know, Mickey's Clubhouse is renewed for another season or, you know, things that, yeah, you, know, you might be excited for it, but they're not the big news items that, yeah. the, that I mean, the press is going to be looking for. I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised as a, as if they were going to do any announcements, maybe something like um, Star Wars The Bad Batch maybe announced because it kind of got out there and then they've kind of deleted anything about it. Um, there, there, could, there could be little stuff, but nowhere in their, in their word of what they're talking about does it mention news announcements. And I just want to reiterate that so people aren't disappointed on the day. Um, also... Like I said, there's going to be a lot of new merchandise that's going to be um, announced in the coming week ahead or two. There'll be some, probably some, a load of special stuff on Shop Disney, which is always annoying because I know last year I couldn't buy anything. Um, right. So at the Disney the, Park, yeah, this this year you will be in the states while it is happening. So yes. maybe you'll get lucky this time. Yes, I'm hopefully be able to pick some stuff up, some new, some new bits and pieces. But um, if you're at the theme parks, you are going to be able to have some special activities happening um, at Walt Disney World in Florida and in Disneyland California and in Walt Disney or and in Disneyland Paris, along with um, Hong Kong Disneyland. They're going to be getting some special things happening, special photographs, special areas. Um, I know, like at Disney in the US, you're going to have free photo pass. Um, if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, you can get into the park half an hour earlier. If you're staying at the resort, you not only get your half an hour extra, you get the extra Disney Plus. So you get in, at, I think we can get in at seven o'clock in the morning, um, which will be great for me because I'll have jet lags. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you I'm, I'm, I'm going to be up at like f three, four o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, well, this might be the best time for me to get in. <laughs> Did, did I also read? I know that the D23 like gold members yeah. can go and get a special card. I think I saw yeah. Disney Plus. You can go, like, you can go to the will call office at yeah. uh, the Anaheim Convention Center and get a little card. It's like yeah. D20 or sorry, Disney Plus subscriber. Well, yeah. Like, well, because okay. how this is going to work is it's actually going to be um, you can go around in like there's a big hall pavilion and you're going to be able to like collect cards and collectibles and stuff if you have this pass but more also just as important they're giving discounts at a lot of the uh, retailers um some of them are on par with the d23 one some of them the d23 gets you a better a better discount but if you're a, it, i mean yeah it's it's gonna you know if you want to buy a painting or something there's like five percent off or twenty percent off depending yes. on the different thing so there's gonna be there is some benefits to being a disney plus subscriber i'll pick up the pass see what it's like and stuff but yeah so there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on if you're a disney vacation club member or members aboard the disney wonder there's gonna be some special gifts from disney plus there's gonna be some experiences taking place um there's also gonna be lots more bits and pieces going on but yeah so gonna be fun um lots of little they're kind of going in a little bit more heavy on it this year the corporate synergy um which is kind of quite nice because um i'll be honest i think had it been like in november I'm, i would have been like well should you know should we it's like it's not the case of all oh, we'll go to paris for another day just to kind of see what it's like i think the fact that it's like we planned to be there before the d23 and you know it'd be quite i'm i know i'm going to be looking going around trying to find all the disney plus stuff um at the park because well i'm there it's <laughs> kind of like yeah. okay but it's yeah, if, if it's that kind of thing. If you're at the parks that day, it's going to be great, and I think it is a good. Call. I suspect there'll be stuff happening around the world. I mean, there's 
the fact that even the UK press releases have been talking about the, the parks and stuff, this is what they really want. They want that cross synergy across all the all the different networks. Well, that and they want people at the parks. I know they've been packed. Yeah. I know a lot of people have been complaining about that, but this does act as a uh, kind of an advertisement reminder that yes, the parks are open. We we have mm. capacity. The rides are open, and so on. And uh, they want people to remember that, not just mm. the locals in Anaheim and Orlando and and Paris yeah. who who get to yeah. go every day. And also, as well, it's it's, it's a good advertisement for fat. You know, you got probably between the four theme parks you've got to be talking half a million plus between all four theme parks on that day are going to have um disney plus kind of a massive great big advert for it uh in addition to all the the buses that have it plastered on the sides and up in the the things but yeah it it'll be interesting i can't wait to go and see what's going to go on there we're probably not going to get to go on any rides because it's going to be so packed there but you know yeah i mean it's going to be a weird day it's going to be a weird day all all i know is i just want to get on um on Gal- go to galaxy's edge that's my my target for the day yeah. right let's and not not yeah. and not even like i need to go on millennium falcon or i need to go on uh rise of the resistance just gotta be in galaxy's edge and experience that yeah. place yeah I, i've been so dying to see that place since it got announced um as, yeah that just looks fantastic right let's get back to the list uh, actually while we're while we're on it before we carry on on the list we'll just do a little bit on the the plan for um i oh, know we'll We'll carry on with the list. That's what we're doing. Right. So Friday, the September the 9th, and this is a little bit of a letdown after the day, you get United Sharks of America. There we go. It's just, it's just, like, it's just like, could you not have spread this out a little bit? It's just, it's just like, oh, here you go. Here's a shark documentary. You know, it's like, what was I mean, the point? I mean, I do like shark documentaries, but it does feel like, well, we have to put something out because this is our normal release day for some items. Uh, here you go. Sharks. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, I definitely will not be watching it until I get back home. I'm not going to set time aside on Friday on D23 opening day. No. Um, then on Wednesday, September the 14th, we're getting first Galaskans in the womb, animal babies, the finale of High School Musical, the musical, the series, and a brand new short circuit short, which I'm looking forward to because I love I love those. I thought they were great. The first I, two seasons. They, for the most part, they are really well done. So I don't even know what this short circuit is about. I saw that there was one. I'm like, I don't need to read anymore. I'm going to watch that when it comes out. Because yeah. they, they've just been really good quality and entertaining. Well, On Friday, September the 16th, we're getting a Coke Along Sing Along. The Art of Racing in the Rain, which is a nice movie. To, um, I, anything with a dog like that, that's going to make me cry. And then um, Maja, which is a, um, a new documentary that they picked up earlier this year from the festivals and stuff. So that will be a global release for that that disney plus original as i said on monday the 7th sorry monday september the 19th the brand new season of dancing with the stars starts and that's gonna be every monday right through the fall on wednesday the 21st of september we're getting new episodes of fire buds and wicked tuna outer banks so i do believe with the outer tuna outer banks they put it on by mistake and then they've had to remove it because Oops. they <laughs> and then they re advertise it so it's a bit like okay um but the big one obviously three episodes of and or the brand new star wars series can't wait for that one because this morning i watched a rogue one again <laughs> so getting myself warmed up um yeah and and or is i'll be honest that is the that is the one i am really looking forward to um next month that trailer that we got recently looked fantastic there's they they really captured the look and feel of Rogue One, and I can't wait to see Andor. They, they yeah. 
they're even re-releasing Rogue One in theaters here for a temporary bit. Now, yeah. I think it's only in IMAX theaters, and I do not yeah. have a good IMAX near me, but I will be watching it uh, here at home. Uh, sit closer point. to the screen. That's just that's the trick. Well, uh, but the thing about IMAX is the sound system is yeah. crazy. Uh, but yeah, and either way, they're, they're making a big push for it. They have a lot of confidence in this one. Uh, obviously, we said a lot of the same things about Obi Wan, and that was really good. But it also had some like, mm. what's going on with this scene? So we'll see. I I've got a lot more faith in this one because this too. one is um the, you know, there was an event um here in the UK for like Empire magazine readers and there was a lot of talk from the I think um about how they're not he's not doing fan service it's not about um they're not doing the like cameo of the week kind of stuff and loads of gimmicks this is a gritty series aimed at adults it's not in and the tone's different and it's just like yeah this is what I, this is the one I'm looking forward to and I've you know. Like the book of Boba Fett and all, you know, and Obi Wan Kenobi. I was excited, but Andor was the one that I've been probably. I mean, that was one of the first Disney Plus originals. I mean, we were talking about when we were doing this podcast only four years ago. Yeah, you know, uh, it's yeah. how long it's taken. <laughs> it's it's been a little while, but uh, even back then, it was one of the ones we're like, yes, this is this is great. Expand on Rogue mm -hmm. One. I'd love to learn more about these characters. Obviously, we'll learn about Andor, and if this is successful. Maybe we'll get some of the other characters too, learn some mm -hmm. of their backstories. I'd especially love to see the two uh, friends from Jeddah. You know, they yeah. make a really fun, like kung fu esque action series out of them. Oh, would be great. Be but cool. but let's get to Andor first. This is this looks yeah. great. Um, so that one's the twelve episode series. So obviously we're getting three episodes then. So then there'll be another like at least another nine weeks. So that'll be taking us right through to Thanksgiving. Um, we're also getting Supernatural, a brand new National Geographic documentary with um, Benedict Cumberbatch, where we learn about animal superpowers. Friday, the 23rd of September, we're getting Saving Giraffes, The Long Journey Home, Spies in Disguise, and The Call of the Wild. So we're starting to see those um, initial, so we're starting to see those those ones leaving HBO. There seems to be a lot of them, a couple of them have left and going to Hulu as well. Um, so the HBO deal is starting to you know kick in with, but the trouble is, and this is the issue, it's like, yeah, we got those three great movies. And then it's going, yeah, but we didn't and then have like a nine-month period where no movies were released um, because of the pandemic. <laughs> so it's it's it might be a while till we get, like, I think New Mutants might be the next one um, that was released. I, I don't want to speculate too much, but I suspect that HBO might be interested in cutting some deals for some fast <laughs> cash at the moment. Uh, so I, I don't have any like secret knowledge or stuff but now might be an interesting time for the disney um pr guys to be talking to the hbo guys and seeing if they can accelerate some it, contracts if they can't do what they did with um netflix this is the this is the time you know this is the time mm. we go uh, uh david yeah you want some money you <laughs> <laughs> want some money <laughs> i mean we we talked about hbo last week but yeah. obviously they're making moves that uh you don't make unless you need money drastically yeah. like about to lose everything kind of money i don't, so, I don't think yeah. i don't think they're in there i don't think they're in the, that thing but i think there's definitely a lot of a lot of issues going on all right let's finish off the september list for the us um so on wednesday september the 28th some new mini mouse cartoons some new episodes of life below zero northern territories plus the first episode of the second season of the mighty ducks game changes um so that's that's going to be good to get that one back I mean, yeah, the first season wasn't great, but hopefully this time uh, they're not getting caught by surprise yeah. by COVID and 
uh, they can make a more yeah. coherent story. It, w- it is too bad Emilio Estevez will not be rejoining, but uh, yeah. I really like Josh, so that, that I, I'm quite happy. Yes. And I don't have the nostalgia for Mighty Ducks the same way that because um, I didn't watch it yeah. until recently. So uh, for me, it, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I I'm, I'm going to go into this fresh eyes, just like let's see what this is. Um, let's see um, how they improve it. If it's not so good, then it will just become I'll watch it at some point because um, yeah. it just well, it doesn't become day one release yeah and it's not it's just to clarify it's not even nostalgia for emilio Estevez. i think he did bring a certain amount of like authenticity to it not just yeah. because he was in the movie but you know he's actually uh, the mighty uh, ducks he's he, what people think. yeah he is the, and he's just a good actor in general you can yeah. put his name on the poster he's not an a-lister but yeah. but people recognize the name and it give it you know a feeling of oh they put some actual money into the series and uh having said that still looking forward to season two i really hope that they've they kind of cleaned it up yeah uh then finally on wednesday august of, of this, this keep getting me with disney's disney's press release has got the, it's got the wrong date and the wrong um mm-hmm. well, we'll blame Dis- we'll blame yeah disney, so on on friday star. the 30th <laughs> of september no i'm literally it says wednesday no, august no, no, no. 31st and, I'm, I, and i said it in the video and i'm like well it, yeah so that's but no, they're, I, they're getting I know which which one you're looking yeah. at. So yes, it is. Them. Yeah. Um, so August. So we're not getting in August. We're going to be getting Hocus Pocus two, a brand new film. We're also getting Hocus Pocus the 25th anniversary Halloween bash and Under Wraps two, which is about four or five days after debuts on the Disney Channel. They're not going with a, a dual release or I suspect. I, I mean, they're going to be doing some testing. They're going to be looking at how all this stuff worked. Um, so a very Halloweeny end to the month. Which is, I know all the pumpkin spice lattes are now in um, Starbucks and Disney's going to be done up in Halloween, but I'm still, it's still like heat wave, you know, <laughs> here in the UK. We're still in summer. So there we go. That is all the US list. So what kind of, what jumped out at you from, from them? I mean, let's let's just shovel past She-Hulk and Andor and yeah. Thor 11th and those are the obvious ones. Um, I'm going to have to go with the, the ones we just mentioned. Hocus Pocus 2. I, you know, I have said this repeatedly. Hocus Pocus one was kind of lightning in a bottle. I don't have, you know, the the blind faith that Hocus Pocus two is going to be a recapturing it. But then having said, that, I'm like, yeah, I'm, as long as it's entertaining, as long as it's fun, I'm going to enjoy this one. Admittedly, I might be more interested in the 25th anniversary special though, than Hocus Pocus two. Yeah, I have my problem with Hocus Pocus is I've only recently watched it in the last, I think it last year for Halloween. Right. I don't have nostalgia for this thing, so I don't right. have nostalgia goggles. So it was like I was a bit like, is this what everyone was excited about? It's not that good. I mean, it's it it's it's not that great, but it's also not that bad. It still holds up well enough. You do have to, you know, it's the nineties, the they're there are things that would now make that story completely ineffective. And of course they're going to have yeah. to work around it. Um, I think the the big thing about it though, is that we don't have that many Halloween stories, uh, movies worth watching. It's that and uh, the nightmare before Christmas. And that's, that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, you can watch zombies or under wraps or something like that, if that's your thing, yeah. but, but it's to be, just, just just watch you know aliens or predator or you know you know a whole host of other horror movies things um yeah lots I mean, of, lots of good ones coming up <laughs> you, you, you just may not want to show those to your six or your seven year old i know plenty of parents who do which is yeah, fine yeah yeah but yeah, I'm just... I mean, which is fine i i get that the, you know it's halloween so you know we're gonna watch yeah. halloween we're, we're gonna watch halloween or we're gonna watch friday the it's... 13th or something but 
not every parent wants to do that. Sometimes you want to have something a little safer, and then the Sanderson sisters can come into play. Yes. Um, right. Some highlights from the UK list. Um, in addition to, to mo all the originals are pretty much the same. Um, we're going to be getting the old man in the UK at the end of September. And it's going to be a weekly drop um, from the 28th. I'm really looking forward to seeing that series. Don't know why Disney left it so late on the UK one. We're also getting uh, on the 22nd of September, we're getting new episodes of the Kardashians. That's going to be in uh, Canada and in Australia and on Hulu in the US. Um, I'm looking forward to that one because me and my wife watch that every first day when it drops. Um, so that one's looking good. We're also getting, as I said, Wedding Season and Mike are going to be two big series dropping. Um, just looking here, uh, we're also getting Maggie here in the UK from the 14th of September and Reasonable Doubt, a new um, series from the Octave Collective, is coming from the 27th. Um, and a couple of other things that kind of caught my eye. The Greatest Showman is coming to the UK on the 23rd of September. Merlin, all five seasons of Merlin are coming on the oh. 7th of September, which is... I remember, um, I remember that show. That my wife show. loved this series. She, she loved it. Um, I mean, it's like Game of Thrones light. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> it's like... It's like Game of Thrones with 1990s special effects, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also we're getting Grid and Rookie Cops, um, some of the Korean um, content coming in there. Um, some I've, some highlights as well um, from uh, Canada um, in terms of the, uh, the star stuff. I mean, they're getting, um, obviously, Dancing with Stars, the same with the US. Reboot, the new series about Hulu, that's dropping on September the 20th. Same thing in Australia and New Zealand. Um, no word yet on the UK. We're just for some reason the things are just sliding aside here in the UK. Um, American Horror Stories season two will be dropping from September the seventh in um, Australia. They're also getting new episodes. I mean, literally, this is literally this is Wednesday. This is a Wednesday in Canada on the seventh. They're getting American Horror Story, The Bear, Fearless, Grid, Maggie. Motherland, Fort Salem, Reservoir, Reservation Dog Season 2, which is coming back, Solar Opposites, Tell Me Lies, the brand new series. Those, those are new episodes of at least eight shows dropping every Wednesday. Um, there's got a lot of stuff dropping um, right through. Um, we're also getting The Patient is dropping every Monday, every Tuesday in Australia and in Canada. I'm seeing here whichever ones we're getting. Um, are also getting The D'Amelio Show coming at the end on September the 28th. And there's also a new Korean show, May It Please, Ple May it please the Court. Um, and also Best in Doe, which is going to is a show coming on to Hulu. So Canada's really kind of picking up. It hasn't got a lot of li library content, but the originals are just dropping. I mean, they're going, wow, they're getting like 12 to 15 shows. A yeah, probably about 15 shows a week with new episodes. Maybe I need to move to Canada. Because it, you know, then it'll it would speed up the whole merging process here. But, yeah. Oh well. And and also as well, I mean, you get maple syrup on everything, and everyone's, you know, yeah. I love Canada. I I, <laughs> I, I do like Canada. Um, right. Okay. So that is all the stuff coming in. Lots of new, lots of different things. Hopefully, with the UK, we get a couple of other things like reboot. I, I mean, I'm hope. I don't know why we everything's a little bit later coming in. We're getting candy, for example, in October. That got announced this week. I don't know if it's due to dubbing with the like we're getting branded in with the whole of Europe, so we have to wait till that seems to be the only logical reason I can think of um, of why Europe Europe's having to wait a little bit longer. The, the only other thing that I considered is that they might be running up against those uh, those contract agreements that they made with a lot of European countries, uh, the UK included, which have mm. you have to have X percentage of content being local. And they're trying to kind of stem off that percentage getting skewed a lot more towards American. Uh, yeah. That's 
that's kind of a reach, but that's the only other explanation well, the, I could come up with. The, the thing is, it's like here in the UK on a, on a Friday, we got like 14 brand new movies. We got 14 movies on and about usually about 10. We usually get about 10 British movies a, um, a week dropping on that because they're obviously going to get that quota up. Um, it's ama- I mean, there's some amazing British movies dropping onto Disney Plus just to try and. I think a lot of these movies are being sold to all of the platforms to make sure that they can. Um, they're not exclusive, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a nice little. Literally, at the minute, because we don't have an official list, we only have a limited list. Literally, it is a, it is like let's turn it on at eight o'clock and see what we got. And it can be you have no idea what's coming on, <laughs> and we didn't even know like Fearless, a new Australian series, didn't even know that was coming. Um, I knew obviously it was coming to Australia, but we didn't know it was coming um, in the U. And I don't think they even announced it for the US for Hulu. It was a bit, I, I don't know why they didn't even no. put that on Disney Plus in the US. It's, it is a Disney Plus original everywhere, um, but they put it on Hulu. I have yes. no idea. I can't even speculate on that one. Right. Speaking of, let's do now, let's do some D23 stuff. Um, we had some announcements regarding the live stream. So we know what's going to be live streamed, as we would suspect. The two major studio showcases are not going to be live streamed. So studio showcase number one is taking place on the Friday afternoon with Pixar, Walt Disney Animation, and Walt Disney Studios. And we knew that I, I had a feeling it wasn't going to be live streamed because they put it in the description: "Do not, we, you cannot take cameras or anything in there." So that was like okay. And then there's another studio showcase on the fr- on the Saturday morning with Marvel, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Studios. Um, that one is also not being um, live-streamed. I know there's a, a lot of people that are like, they should live-stream them, and there's a whole load of people going, no, they shouldn't. Um, it, it, I understand from the point of view, if, if you're not there, you want to see what's going on, and you know they could maybe edit bits and pieces out, but also, as somebody going for the first time, I'm a bit like, well, I'm kind of going there. To, if, it, if I could stream it all from home, I wouldn't have actually needed to have gone. Um, so there's a kind of catch-22. <laughs> Catch twenty two. I'm glad I, I'm. I am glad that some of it is because I. I'll be honest. If I wasn't going, and I have, and I have been the person sat at home watching from afar through people's periscopes and live feeds and dodgy photographs and you know tweets. And I have been there for the last like five, sixty, twenty three. So I am. I am hundred percent on board on making it easier for us to watch from afar. So I. I definitely agree with that one. I, the only reason I think that they're not really streaming those ones in particular is your your stream is basically going to be a couple of guys making an announcement. Here's a trailer that you can't watch. A couple of guys making an announcement. Here's uh, Chris Hemsworth to talk about this. And a trailer I can't watch. You know, it's just going to be long stretches of black bars or mm. or uh we'll be right back signs yeah. you know well there's they were a good two hours each those showcases yeah so, so what yeah. they are live streaming is um on the friday morning they are going to be live streaming the disney legends um ceremony which they're going to be giving um awards out to people including chaswick bozeman the cast of blackish frozen and Grey's anatomy um there might be there could be some announcements because they're kicking off the disney 100s i mean it wouldn't be a bad place to make a few little announcements but i'm not expecting anything there there will be announcements, but um, they probably won't be Marvel, Star Wars, or the major Disney yeah. items. It'll be um, maybe a couple of movies that we've known about, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of officially announcing. But again, yeah. the big announcements are coming at the two we just talked yeah. well mentioned. We didn't yeah. really talk about them. Yeah, and um, there's going to be a Disney Games showcase in the afternoon. That will be live streamed, um, and there's uh, some other bits and pieces. You find the full full list. The other, the, the big, there's a. On the Saturday, there is a couple of um, ones being live streamed, including Bob's Burgers panel, which I thought was interesting from a couple of points. First off, 
20th century studios getting a little bit of light on the live stream is because there's not a lot of 20th century stuff but i thought that was interesting that that one kind of got a little bit of activity well i mean they they did just have the movie and obviously it's still a very popular show so mm. it if you're going to pick some fox content it's going to be that and it's going to be one which you're probably about to mention which is the simpsons of course uh yeah the simpsons wasn't on on this on the um uh, it's not on the stream no list. no I, I, no yeah, no, Sorry, guys. Not... I could have sworn I saw that. Sorry, no, there's, there's the Marvel Comics Spider-Man one, but the big one, the big one, really that um, I think most of our audience is going to be interested in is Disney's Epic Entertainment Showcase, the musical, the Extravaganza, which is taking place at three thirty. I'm glad I got that one out in one go. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be getting uh, Disney branded television for an exclusive showcase of highlights of legacy of Ella, um, excellence in storytelling and including talent experiences, performances, never seen before previews of original content for Disney plus Disney channel and Disney junior. So that includes, that will probably include um, the Santa Clauses and also um, probably national treasure. My uh, big shots, um, we've also got like Mysterious Benedict Society because I know the cast is going to be there on that day to take photographs. Um, so if there's an announcement, um, I'm really glad that this presentation is being live streamed because I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. I think this one's going to have a lot of, the, I think we're going to have some entertainment with maybe some of the um, singing from like Zombies or High School Musical. The name alone says there's going to be something from High School Musical because that's that's straight out. <laughs> Yeah, that's straight out. High School Musical, the extravaganza, the showcase, the Broadway experience, whatever. Yeah, that this one should be entertaining. Obviously, it's not going to catch quite as much as the big ones, but I think uh, this is one worth turning into. Now, is this at Hall D twenty three? Is this on one of the side? This ones? is this is a, one yeah. of the big. This is the big panel yeah. on the Saturday afternoon, and um, yeah. And the fact that it's at Hall D23 means that it is a major one because they, they are saving that hall specifically for the very big announcements. All the other stuff shuffled off to other ones. The yeah. fact that it's on hall, hall D23 means you can have confidence that they are putting a lot of weight behind this. Yeah, I'm re I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm I'm kind of the, this one to me is the um, it's kind of weird because I feel like it's the Disney Plus presentation because it's like this is really going to be up our street. This is going to be full of fun stuff. Um, the Disney branded television are really like cranking out some great stuff um, and some talent. You know, it's just like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm certainly not overlooking for, um, this is, yes, the other two big studio showcases are, are fun. But this one to me is just on par with it. I'm, I'm, this is like, if I, this is one I'm really looking forward to seeing. We we might be a little biased in that case. However. Well, it was. I'm I'm allowed to be biased. <laughs> we are. Yeah, no, no. It, we're not claiming this is unbiased journalism here. This this is a D twenty or sorry a Disney Plus podcast. We are interested in the Disney Plus presentation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to, just saying. Shocked. Yeah. Um. Then on the Sunday, there's going to be the Disney Parks and Experiences and Products um presentation taking place in the morning, and going to be that one actually is really. I'm glad that they're live streaming that one because. Disney Park fans, this is amazing. Um, I, I've always watched all the news coming out of the parks and stuff because this is when they, as a parks fan, you know, this this is it's really good that that one's being live streamed. Yeah, and and this is the the show where you often get some of the big announcements. You know, we've we've, had, we've seen a lot of the roller Galaxy's coasters debut there. Galaxy's Edge was debuted there. Even things like the gondolas were debuted mm. there. I remember them showing them off for the first time. I think in twenty. I think even like a new cruise ship. I think a new yeah, cruise the, ships. You know. That, so it's obviously not 
for this podcast, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time unless they they announce like we're going to have a D23 theater be built in DCA or something like well, that. Well, I mean, but... they, I could easily see some stuff, maybe like second season of Animal Kingdom being mm -hmm. announced. Um, something like Imagineering, the Mickey Mouse um, documentary that's coming. I could see some little um, little sneak peeks thrown in here. Um, I, I am... I'm going to be definitely keeping my ear out. I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if there was some Disney theme park related Disney Plus stuff. So it's good yeah. that that one's been like, and also to be honest, the morning time is really good as well for um, international folks. It's not a stupid time yeah. in the morning. Um, there's other, other presentations going on throughout the day, but but that one, those are the real ones. Um, and for, yeah, the Disney Princess big show that they're doing on the Sunday after evening is also not being live streamed. So we're getting free of the, big presentations in the whole d23 being live streamed and um, you can catch it on youtube twitch facebook um all the social media it's a shame i mean it's a shame they're not doing live streaming it in disney plus but they've but they've not announced it um but yeah so if i not the main idea with this really is just to get it out on social that's what that's what they're there for it's 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 promotion so yeah lots of live stream going on um i'll be honest if i was not going to d23 i would be i'd be happy with that because i'd be going okay i got the, the disney um, channel show one and also the Disney Park one so I'm, I'm I think that's pretty good yeah I never really expected the other two showcases to be live streamed um so yeah so and also it I mean Disney might be putting out live tweets of like logos and information coming out of the event but you're gonna if they like the Pixar one we won't be because we won't be allowed to use our phones so there's gonna be a little there's gonna be more of a um a delay of getting that information out from that so don't expect okay. don't expect a lot of news in that for the because if they block everyone from having their phones and stuff, the press won't be able to get that information and people won't be able to get their information out as quickly. Yeah, it, they've been very clear in all of the material. It's like, you are not bringing your phone in, you're not bringing your iPad in, you're not bringing anything that's got a camera attached to it. Yeah, uh, You're definitely not bringing your camera in. So yeah. So that's so there we go. So that is all of that. There was also, um, before we head off, a lot of news from the UK, Disney Plus this week. We had the Edinburgh TV Festival. It's almost as if they were keeping a lot of information back for D23 and didn't want to let everyone, you know. So Disney's been able to keep in the news because they've announced lots of information. We've got um, a brand new series called Rivals, which is based on Jilly Cooper's, um, what's a kind of, a, what did I see on one website? A bonk buster. <laughs> a what? A bonk buster. I don't know if bonk. I don't know if bonk, bonking is maybe a British term. I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking something's getting lost in translation. I, I'm generally pretty good with with <laughs> British slang. With, with rich slang, like when we talk about uh, welcome to Wrexham here in a little yeah. bit, I'm like, yeah, I know most of what they're talking. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, let's just say Netflix and chill. There we go. Um, uh, this is kind yeah. of what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting this series. Um, interesting enough, in the um, description, it does say that the original series will premiere on Disney Plus in Europe, the Middle East, Africa, Asia Pacific, and Star Plus in Latin America. No mention of the US, so I don't know what's going on with that one. Um, but this one, yeah, I mean, this is all about, um, it's like 1980s Britain. Um, yeah, I mean, Jilly Cooper's books are notoriously known for like, you know, for sex talk. So this is very different. This is not your typical, this is not, um, well, <laughs> just, just yeah, no, like, I, was, I got up in the morning and went, okay, that wasn't on my, on, on the list. This week has been a, full of surprises. Yeah, no, that, that you, you're saying that doesn't, because the reason I was like, this does sound like something, but no, we couldn't be talking about 
that. He, oh, okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, there we are. There we go. Um, we're also we're also getting a new series called um, A Thousand Blows. No <laughs> connection to what the other one was. Um, so this one is about a twelve part boxing series um, set in Victoria, London in the nineteen eighty in the eighteen eighties, and it's going to star Stephen Graham, and it's being created by Stephen Knight, who is behind Peaky Blinders, Taboo. So this is going to be a gritty British Victorian about boxing. Oh, I, I'm I'm really excited. This one is just like, yeah, this is gonna be real well, proper proper British. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of like, yeah, it sounds interesting up until you got to Peaky Blinders, like, oh, all right, Peaky Blinders, <laughs> that is a really good show. Now we've got some weight behind yeah. this one. Um yeah. it this is the first I'm hearing of that one, but yeah, yeah uh that does sound interesting. Yeah, so we got that that's that one been uh, announced. We've also got so far um a number of um other unscripted stuff that has been announced. We have got um, Wagga for Christie, which is all about. Um, so this one was basically a a law. There was a whole thing going on between some of the footballers' wives on Instagram, and has ended up going to court. Um, it's come um, Colleen Rowley, um, Rooney, Wayne Rooney's part, uh, wife, big footballer. I couldn't care less to be honest about this one. Um, <laughs> it's literally on the lines of really we we they Disney. I, I, I this was like one of those things of going. This could have been on this. I know Discovery were after it, but they should have let them have it. <laughs> it's right. just, just, just like, this is just not, I, I'm not going to hold over my bias. I mean, I enjoyed Welcome to Rexa, but this is like, I'm really not interested in what they, what some of their wives said on Instagram and the legal well, battles. It's like, ah. Oh. This sounds like it's more targeting the the kind of Kardashian. Uh, I like audience. the Kardashians. I like the D'Amelios. This is just like, ah, oh, I really don't care. Right. Either, so we're yeah, that but, yeah. As we'll talk about with, with Welcome to Wrexham. <laughs> Our opinion on sports does not represent the vast majority of people's opinion on sports. So there's probably a bigger audience for this than we think there is. Yes. Um, we're also getting a new four-part documentary about Braun, the one-pound Formula One team, which is going to be presented by Keanu Reeves. And he brought, um, apparently, this is about the remarkable story of a British Formula One team that costs just one pound. Um, and there's going to have a number of people involved in this one. So that one... We've, cut, we've known about it in the past, but now we've got it officially confirmed. We're also and, getting... Oh, yeah, carry on. Just saying. And again, Formula One, not something I know a lot about. I've actually learned a bit recently, but it is a huge sport. So this is probably going to be a, a pretty big it's, item. It, it's, it's interesting because to me, that that's like, oh, there's a there's an interest in that with this idea of like, you know, there's someone who brought the... Brought the it could be an interesting story. I and mean, then Keanu Reeves being involved is like, as a, he's obviously got... um. You know he's interested in it, so that one sounds quite interesting. We're also getting Finding Mike, Finding Michael, which is a feature-length documentary about um, Michael Matthew. Sorry, Ma yeah, Michael Matthews, Ma yeah, who became the youngest Briton to submit Mount Everest, but three hours after he reached the top, he disappeared into the snow, and his body was never found. And it's all about um, basically finding him, which sounds a little bit like that one that was on National Geographic earlier. We had an original earlier this year, kind of very similar to that one. So Although, that one, yeah, I'm, pre I'm presuming this is not being produced by his kids like that one was. No, no. Um, but also, it is a good reminder for anybody who does any form of mountaineering. The return trip is often more dangerous than the climb. Uh, so take it seriously. If even Mount Everest uh, summiters are going missing on the yeah. on the uh, descent. We're also getting In Vogue, the 90s. This is um, the inside story of a fashion that went defined a decade. So um, this is going to have a whole load of people from Vogue magazine. So, yeah, if you're interested in fashion, 
um be, I, 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 I would probably say it's probably still in my 1990s fashion of just t-shirt and bermuda shorts um <laughs> i we're also getting I, yeah. I won't even pretend i have no idea about fashion i am lucky if i look even remotely coordinated in what i'm wearing on any given day we're also getting Camden, which is a four-part original documentary series. Um, and this one is all about how a small corner of North London changed the music we know. Um, yeah, so very different. Um, good to see all this British stuff coming in. We've also got, um, let me find here, we've also got another British one. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, this one's a Disney Plus original, but we know this one's going to be coming everywhere because it, it was on the, the US sent out with information as well. The Ballad of Renegade Neil. Um, which is going to be a new series. It's going to star Louisa Harland, who you might know from Derry Girls. I love that show. That's such a good movie. Um, I've never seen that show, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, so this one is going to, she's going to be playing a quick-witted and courageous young woman who finds herself framed for murder and unexpectedly becomes the most notorious highway woman in the 18th century England. Um, got a big cast in there. You've got Adrian Lester. You've also got Joey uh, Richardson. Um, yeah, this one's going to be a swashbuckling new adventure and fantasy adventure series. Um, yeah, and eight episodes, and it's going to be made in the UK. So I'm loving this, you know, more. And we know we've, we've been talking about like the quotering. This is how you get, you know, they need to make original stuff. And this is why having quotas actually can really benefit because it means that you're going to get different content. Um, like from American point of view, you get content from outside of the US, which is good. Uh, definitely um but also just stories that resemble you know as much as you know i like american dramas and stuff growing up in la is not really like how i grew up there's no you know there's there's no kind of connection there at all and you know new york city yes i can visualize it but um we don't all want all of our stories just set in atlanta you know we 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 you know we it's that doesn't necessarily represent um the people around the world no atlanta and vancouver yeah. um but it can be a double-edged sword sometimes. Like I grew up in Northern Virginia and I think there's a season of Walking Dead that takes place yeah. in Alexandria in quote unquote. Yeah. And like you see clips where it's like, Alexandria looks nothing like this at all. I, I absolutely, yeah. I know it's being, it's shot in Vancouver or Atlanta, but the I am re I really noticed this on Big Sky season two because they filmed the first season in Montana. They then moved, and because I did an article, I knew they moved down to like, to I think it was down to New Mexico to film it. And it's like suddenly I, I can see every time I'm looking at it going, it's extremely dry. It's complete. It's desert. It's like, and then they should throw in some B-roll and you're like, I can tell <laughs> so that's not made of a mentality. Yeah. All right. I don't want to make light of it. It is very important for us to have content from all over the world because it brings all sorts of different perspectives. It brings all sorts of different knowledge. Uh, again, I keep bringing this up. We'll be talking about Welcome to Wrexham. I you know, there's a lot of stuff in there I know nothing about, and I'm learning quite a bit as a result of it. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, these shows coming out of the UK, just like I've been enjoying some of the shows. Uh, what was it? I think it was France that we got that superhero show from a couple of months back that was actually pretty solid. And yeah, then yeah. the Asian I'm, shows I'm, too. I'm also, I mean, the French one, and I, I will say, um, Aussie Kin was the French, um, it was on Hulu in the US, Disney Plus everywhere. That was an amazing Disney Plus original. Um, and yeah, that was was really good. But yeah, there's, it's just nice just to have different stories. Um, I think you know it does. It it's good to have this stuff. And as a British, and also it appeals more in the country as well because 
what you don't want is if like Disney Plus was just American TV content, there would be a mass, massive chunk of the British audience. I'd be like, I don't, I'm not, I can't, yeah, can, you know, yeah. You might have Mandalorian and Spider Man and all the rest of it, but you do get to a point of like, you know, drama series, you know, you get, you know, cop dramas. Our cop dramas are very differently. The, the pacing's different. You know, they don't all go running in with guns. You know, it's not all shootouts because, you know, it's a very different kind of pace. Yeah. Right, so there we go. So that is all of the news side of today. There was a lot. There was a lot more. I, I, I was expecting a little bit of a quiet week, but it didn't. It, there was a lot more news I was, than I was expecting. Um, so before we go into reviews, I just want to say a big hello and thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and YouTube channel members. Thank you so much for your continued support, um, especially you know with everything going on. It's you know fantastic. A big thank you to David Charlton. We've also got Mamau. We've got Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave. My VCR still works. Bina. Joshua, Dawn, Martin, and Sarah, while over on uh, the Patreon as well. We've got um, Babak, we've got Paul, Lauren, we've also got The Juice, Darren, Dan uh, Daniel, Cody, Chris, Arrow, Red Marsman, Caleb, Jacob, Elliot, Andrew, and a huge thank you to Sarah for your continued support. And if you are a Patreon or YouTube channel member, make sure you check out the posts um, for this week's questions um, coming up. Also, just a quick note, in September, there will be a few less live streams because of um, not only with D23, but I've also got a vacation. So there's, there's going to be a, there'll be a little bit less Q&As this week, but I'll be informing you all of that as we go along. Right, let's get into some reviews. So let's start off with Welcome to Wrexham. What did you think of this one? I enjoyed it. Uh, so we got two episodes of it over here. I'm not sure how many yeah. you've seen, but I've seen five. I was sent. Disney's did send me a few, so I'm I'm a few weeks. So I was actually I've only it's only the final episode I've not seen, and actually it really helped because I I actually ended up watching all five back to back. Which considering I don't like football, um, was um I thought this did a fantastic job of just giving it away without actually being all about football. But what did you think of it? No, it. it it was solid in that. Like the first episode is not so much about the team of Wrexham. It's about the town of Wrexham. It's about why we should care, why it's important that these two guys are coming in and buying the, the team and what the objectives are. And also it does a good job of explaining what the stakes are. Cause yeah. obviously the, the premiership and the various leagues over there are, are differently structured than what we're used to in America and them explaining, no, uh, if you are in this league and you're in the bottom four, you're going down to the league below and the team, the top four from that are coming to the top, which actually I really like it. I think that adds a lot of stakes to it, but uh, uh, it very they much, to explain that. Yeah. Well, I know this is, a, um, I've actually seen quite a few people, Americans talking about this because I didn't realize, I don't think they realized what happened. Uh, it definitely adds a lot more stakes. I mean, I live in towns that I've always been in <laughs> the very, very, very bottom. I'm other than our rugby team, which is doing really well. Um, but generally, so I've, it's always been like the renegation is quite normal <laughs> right. for my area. Um, but generally, yeah, it's, you know, there is that thing of, you know, the money level between those different leagues. And I, there's a little part of me that going like, what did you guys, why did you, I mean, I obviously this, maybe the club was for sale. That's why they were, there's like, you know, were they, are they trying to get it up to where so it's like Manchester United and they want, they're thinking long-term of like 15, 20, 25 years for it to become a big, because Ryan Reynolds is, is, is an entrepreneur. He's, he's in a lot of businesses. I know like Mint Mobile, eight, um, there's a gin, sunglasses, all kinds of stuff he does. So he's, he's really kind of spreading out that money and, it's, it it did, so, does seem a little bit like, why Why did you do this? <laughs> well, it does sound, you know, we got most of the perspective from the other guy, the one from Sunny. Yeah, uh, Rob, it's yeah. always Sunny. Yeah. 
Um, so it does sound like Ryan is more of an investor and Rob is yeah. the passion behind it. Yeah. Uh, that there might be another episode coming up that explains Ryan's perspective a little more, but uh, yeah, it, it does sound like he's really in on the entrepreneur, especially with what happens at the end of episode two, when they're talking about, you know, well, uh, that first season didn't work out quite as well as we want. Now we got to make some changes and, uh, you know. It, yeah, they, they, do make, they make a lot of changes and they do make a lot of changes because um, they have to. Because, you know, what was work, it wasn't working, what, what's happening. Um, I, I I was really impressed with the series. It, it's I, I will be checking out the finale when it drops later next month. Um, and this is from someone that had no interest. The only reason I was in watching this was Ryan Reynolds. If it was anybody else, I don't think I probably would have watched it as much. But um, it's a really, it was a really good solid. And I think also with it being only like half an hour long, um, it helps because, and it doesn't go, it, it doesn't go too much into the sports factor. It's more about the business side, the, the, the connection with the locals. Um, what the, I, I, yeah, I just thought it overall, it just, it, I enjoyed it. it I, and I was surprised by that because I really was going in here like, I oh, know this is going to be awful. It's not too bad. There, there is some football in it. Obviously, they have to to show how some of the games play out, but uh, it really is a series about, or at least the first two episodes are why you should care. Why is this important? What are the stakes involved? Uh, you, what does it mean to get promoted up to the next level? And it's it's not just ooh, we're in the next level. That means we're better. No, there's more money involved. There's yeah. more exposure. They get more. Uh, benefits from the football association where mm. you know, they're talking about it. it's like so it's not just you know we get we we're now in the better league uh we can scout better players we can get better well, uh i mean deals this is like just that. i mean this is just one aspect of it of like before ryan and rob took over the it was like a local double glazing or no it was a, it was a trailer cut a trailer company was the top sponsor in the mm. local trailer company by the time get to the end, TikTok and somebody else is sponsoring them. You know, there's a massive difference in who's, you know, who's doing it. So it, it's a very interesting series. It's going to be great to see people watching this one. Brings a lot of attention onto Wrexham. I mean, this really gives them a real big shot in the arm um, to kind of get people. And also, you know, get, you know, it, this could be a way of, you know, if Americans are going to pick a team to support, this one is a way of bringing people, you know, new supporters in. It's just good, good, good all the way around. There's, yeah. I really look at the lines of this is just, yeah, it just worked. And, you know, if they can build it up, because um, it's that kind of thing. I am I am not a sports fan, but sports stories can be, you know, I've said before, you know, with like Safety, Rise, all these kind of movies and documentaries and stuff. You know, yeah, um, I, I like I like learning about them. I just don't like watching. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's good. But that's, again, why we should care. And they do a good job of, say, juxtaposing, like, say, uh, you know Manchester United or or these guys, and here's Wembley Stadium and this gigantic stadium, and then here's Wrexham, and you're like, I think my high school had a bigger stadium than you guys have. Well, I'll be honest. I know when I this did actually get me. I know when I went to North Carolina and we went to a college game, and I'd never seen I'd never seen a game of American football. I played a lot of Madden, so I did understand. Yeah. <laughs> that was my knowledge of um, NFL comes from playing john madden um so i remember going to this stadium and um, we got like a student rate because my tour guide knew somebody and i remember going this is like 90 to 100 000 fans of flyovers it's like this is like premier league kind of and it's like oh this is just college so yeah yeah um 
our high school college is literally three people sat, um, maybe three parents standing around the field. <laughs> there is just, there is just, there is, there wasn't a thing like this. That's, that's yeah, we don't have that whole thing. It's a completely different culture, and it's yeah. kind of mind-boggling uh, how yes. crazy they are. But yeah, you see the Wrexham Stadium, and you're like, oh yeah, it's only like 15 rows deep and covered in in tin. Well, know? this, I mean, recently um, we went to an Elton John concert, um, and it was in a rugby stadium. You know. And again, you can see it, but yeah, it's it's a very interesting thing of how all this and works. In in any event, uh, this is really good. It's over on Hulu here in the states, yeah. and and I will be watching the rest of this series. It, it's cool. very good. Um, moving on from there, let's now talk about um, only murders in the building. So we've got the finale this past week of season two. So we're only going to spoil this, but it's been out for five days. So you know we're in that zone. What did you think of the whole series and the like the finale as a whole? Uh, that's an interesting question because I could think two very different things about them. The the series as a whole you know, wasn't that good overall, but I did like the finale for the most yeah. part. For the most part, I let's talk about the ending. They, yeah. they they tried so very hard to make it into a like a series of gotchas, a series yeah. of twists, and it was just like, come on, we know who did it. You don't have to play this out please <laughs> my thing with this series was like it started out really good it, mm -hmm. it kind of you know it felt comfortable we were back into it and there was a bit of mystery with it and then in the middle it was just like uh, where is this going you know it's just like yeah. and they were getting stupider it felt like they, they were, were getting stupider and it was like more gags and um, i'm really glad <laughs> swimmer was only in the one episode so i was glad for that um yeah it was like did, they didn't need her at all, did they? They could have not no, even done that whole, whole storyline. I, I mean, I, I get it. Like, Sting was only in an episode or two of season one, and she's yeah. supposed to be replacing him. But at the same time, it's like, we got Amy Schumer. Okay. So I kept expecting her to show yeah. up as part of the plot. She just wasn't. But, um, yeah, no, it. You, you're talking about, like, where's this going? You know, a lot of times we're like, where's this going? I want to see next episode. And instead, this this was more like, what are you guys smoking? What is going on here? I, it's but I, a lot of fun, though, isn't it? It's it's kind of it's, one of those things of of like you get to the end of it and you know oh, that wasn't amazing, but it's still fun. I still enjoyed watching I, it. But most of it comes from the actors, and it's yeah. not just the three core actors. They've got yeah. a good cast of secondary characters and and cameos. Like we had a, a very interesting cameo at the end of the second one here. Um, but yeah, the writing just wasn't up on it. They you, you could tell they really wanted to. To keep us guessing, keep us going by surprise, but it it meant that the plot just got stupider and stupider. Uh, the, I kind of checked out around the time of the the glitter bomb and the the following episode, where it's like Mabel just stabbed this dude on the subway, and then it's like we're just gonna gloss, gloss. past that. Yeah, and she, and she doesn't remember it, so we're. And the police never talked to her about it. It's on film. Like, yeah. like you can see it. Yeah, I, I actually could have done quite easy without having like Theo and the son involved at all. We didn't need mm -hmm. them. The whole that whole storyline just was just, just doesn't seem to be necessary in the slightest. I know there's a little bit of um trying to rebuild the son back up, but I don't know. I I yeah. And there wasn't enough Winnie. That's what I missed. I needed more, more, more of the bulldog. Um <laughs> but um yeah, over, I, overall I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'd probably say like seven out of ten. It just wasn't. It just didn't quite get to that same level as that first season. There seemed to be a lot of bumbling. There's just too much bumbling around, and like the whole stuff with the painting and all the rest. It was like 
it's like they were throwing too many red herrings to kind of throw it throw everybody off and they, but they were like they but again steve martin and martin they're just funny to watch <laughs> yeah. i just i just enjoyed it it was just light-hearted fun and i did i did enjoy it at least this time around the killer did not first appear in like episode seven the character's actually been around for quite some time so yeah. it's not one of those like uh there's no way you could have guessed who it was because you didn't even know who the character was until halfway through the series so points to that but otherwise it really did feel like the writers just desperately were throwing plot points out in the hope that we would be distracted from the core story and honestly they they probably could have just shaved three episodes off of this and it would have been much tighter and much more focused yeah. uh, the first season's far superior this isn't terrible but it's harder to recommend the hook for season three I and mean, we already knew season three was coming that looks uh, it looks entertaining. It depends on what they do because we don't have as many details. This this time it is not immediately, ha, huh, we we Victor. Oh, oh, someone's dead. Uh, we've got a one-year gap and we're going to have to see presumably a lot of flashbacks into that one-year gap. I did love them. I just like you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. It, uh, um, there was a kind of thing of, uh, there was a whole thing obviously with, um, is it Paul Rudd being in it? Yeah. I mean, kind of knew he was in it because there was a cast photo. But there was like all these stories going out. And I'm going to be honest, I was a little bit like, I actually not running. I decided not to run the story in the day because it was a little bit like, well, that's kind of like a major event of like his Grugu kind of thing. I, I don't know. It was a little bit, but I, I overall I enjoyed it. Right. Uh, final one She Hulk, uh, episode two. What did you think of this one? It was an enjoyable episode. You can see the, the humor starting to come into the show. There's a lot more of that built into it. We get our first major cameo other than than regular Hulk. And we can kind of see where the 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 show is is going. And I I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, this is kind of more of a part one of two kind of deal. As I'm guessing I've not seen three or four um, or any of those, but well, because this ends yes, on the yeah. clip this ends on the cliffhanger yeah. of her going, yeah. All right, I will represent Abomination and then going. Oh, that scene from Shang Chi where she's fight where he's fighting against Wong goes yeah, viral. Because I've seen the first four episodes, so I'm trying to remember. I did watch the episode again yesterday um, to try to make, and I'm like, going, yeah, yeah. So it will. It is. It is basically a two parter, um, and it, it's going to bring Wong in. But we knew that from the from the trailer anyway. Right. But yeah, no, I, I like I said before, I've really enjoyed this series. I think having the four at once meant I was able to kind of get the gist of the show a little bit quicker because. Um, you're going at a different, you're slightly slower pace, so you're getting a little bit very interesting to see the reaction to because it is a really strong debut. I mean, it was 1.5 million US households watched it, double that of Miss Marvel, up there with like Moon Knight and um Hawkeye. So, a lot more people watched it and a lot of people raving over it. The second episode, it seemed to be a lot of people going, I really enjoyed it, there's a lot of fun, there was some great stuff in it, but I don't think a lot of people grasp this comedy. 22 23 minute episode of like where's the rest of it it's a sitcom it's the yeah, same it, length it, as a sitcom and i think people had kind of gotten into the idea that they were getting a well we're just out of an hour long game of thrones episode why are we putting up with 20 minutes and it's like because it's a sitcom <laughs> that's the point of it yeah this this is not game of thrones or house of the dragon this this is she hulk and i i'm enjoying the format you know we talked about it a bit more i'm 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 kind of ready for a, a little bit lower stakes, a little more tongue in cheek story. They, they don't all have to be the world is ending kind of deal, but uh, I can see why people would, would 
not be quite as, especially with Moon Knight, uh, still fre yeah. fairly fresh in our memory, things like that. Um, but yeah, it the humor is starting to show up, and that's more in line with yeah. what I'm expecting. I don't, I don't know as well of like, I don't know if this one skews a little bit more. I don't know. I don't. I mean, maybe us, if we're a bit older, we we kind of grew up on sitcoms being a much more and like I've seen uh, there was a, quite a few threads on Reddit, on Twitter, on Facebook of like. I would imagine, in some ways, like the I would say, younger people that are used to binging, not quite so. Well, I've got to wait another week for like a twenty-minute episode. It's like this is what we always had. We grew up on this. It doesn't seem that strange to us, but I think there is a little bit of a generational difference. Not for everyone, but there is still there is a little bit of a generation thing of like they're not used to because sitcoms. If you actually think of sitcoms, there's not really been a lot of new ones for the last like. No, I think. Five years has not been anything major kind of break through the same way. Yeah, I think Modern Family was like the last of the... And that like, finished a while ago. That finished a while ago. I mean, they're still making them, and they're still ones that are popular, but there aren't ones that have kind of, you know, become huge hits the way those ones have. Uh, which isn't to say it's better or worse. Yeah. You know, nostalgia is a thing and uh, and so on. But but yeah, it, it's, it's a different format. It's targeting a different type of storytelling and yeah this is this is how it's going to come out if if you want you can wait until the end you can wait until the last episode comes out and then binge it if that is your your preference but you will have to avoid spoilers as a result of that and that's yeah just the way it is. I, but I, I, yeah it's it's a fun it's it's much more fun i feel like i'm being it feels like it's more of an entertain i feel like i'm being entertained and being fun there's a bit of humor in there there's some action and it's just so tonally different from anything we've seen uh, from the Disney Plus, and it feels like we're watching a proper series. It does feel more like a, a just they've kind of leaned in on what it was. I think a lot most people just want more of it because they're enjoying. It. I think it's almost that kind of thing of like people are enjoying it and they want more of it, and then and rather than kind of getting to oh that was you know it's, obviously you're always going to have some people that don't like stuff, but right. the Mar Marvel Cinematic Universe is no longer for everybody. You can't do this scale and please everybody it's just impossible that's very true uh and there there are some threads that are running through here we're starting to see some potential uh storylines running through the entire series yeah. too so it's not it's not entirely monster of the week and i don't even mean like this is a two-parter i mean yeah. like what is going on with bruce and that spaceship and things like that is that going to come back uh is that going to be part of the plot or is it setting something else up who knows uh, you might have a better idea than the rest. No, of us, we don't. But so. That's it. I, I, yeah, I can safely say I don't know what happens to Hulk after, after you've we'll, off. So we'll see if that ends up being something. But there's also some other threads, and they introduce the family, and you know, it. It's just more. I think it's just it's that feeling, and I felt like this a little bit with Miss Marvel, where I like the feeling of like having a family, and because we don't, we have, we haven't, they've never been able to explore that the same way in the movies. And I, I like I like that humanization because in the comic books and stuff, they aren't always just, you know, and I feel like people that maybe don't read comic books aren't aware of like comic books go all over the place in terms mm -hmm. of storylines and stuff. And they don't always just do the same thing. And I feel like with superheroes, kind of people were expecting like something very similar. Um, but there's so much choice now. I mean, yeah, She-Hulk is nothing like the other ones. And that's good. I'm, I'm enjoying that aspect. Yeah, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing the cameos. That's that's part of the appeal of the show too. Um, getting 
Abomination back was entertaining. It was fun to see him doing that and him having a very different take on the character than he was in the Incredible Hulk. And but I, I did you catch on that little thing of when um, Hulk kind of goes, "I'm a different person now." Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like you're like they're having a bit of fun with it, and I and you know Marvel don't it's not always serious, and um, I like a little bit of humor um, in stuff, and it's what always I think that was always a good thing. And I, but if you if you like your superheroes gritty and dark like the boys or Batman, then this is just is, maybe isn't just for you. Yeah, no, th- th- this is very different tonally. Uh, from those, which is fine. You can like the boys and also She-Hulk or Miss Marvel. Uh, we, as people, are not stuck into just a single genre unless you want to force yourself into it, but that's your call, I guess. Uh, either way, very much looking forward to the rest of the series so far. It's it's hitting my expectations, uh, and I'm I'm having fun with it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. That's good. Well, we'd love to know your thoughts on all of today's news. What are you looking forward to watching in September? What are you looking forward to on Disney Plus Day? Are you going to be watching any of the D23 stuff? And your thoughts on Welcome to Wrexham and She-Hulk? Let us know in the comments below. Remember to go check us out over at what's on at DisneyPlus.com. We'll be back next week with um, another episode. Obviously, check out the channel for news throughout the week. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Later. Later. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.